0: Hi, I'm Mark Trost. This is Greatest of All New Covenant Messages. You are not an accident. 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. He who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know Him, for God is love. 1 John 4, 8. Do you really think that God has ever created anything and then said, Oops! There are no mistakes in God because He is perfect, and even though things may not seem that way to us now, He makes all things beautiful in His time. The Word of God tells us, Be ye perfect, as your Father in heaven is perfect. There is none perfect except the Lord Jesus, but in Him we are found to be perfect in the eyes of the Father. God gave us this life in Him because He loves us and wants us to reflect His image, His likeness to all nations and peoples. Jesus said, If you have seen me, then you have seen the Father. God is love, and as his children, we are to bring glory, honor, and praise to him by loving each other as Christ loved us. If you love me, you will obey my commandments, Jesus said. Paul the Apostle wrote, These three abide, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest is love. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hope does not disappoint us, but love conquers all, and we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus because we have the victory in his holy and precious name. No one who does not practice, practice makes perfect. Righteousness, uprightness and right standing with and in God, who does not conform to God's will and purpose, thought, word, and action or deed is of God. Neither is any one who does not love his brother, sister, his or her fellow believer in Christ Jesus, go ahead and reread that again until it sinks into your heart, mind, and soul, and you have done a complete and total spiritual reality check. We are not here merely to love in theory or in speech, but in deed and in truth. Jesus is truth, in practice and in sincerity. Are you sincere when you say, I love you, Sometimes people only ask you how you're doing because it's easier than letting on how little people care. But when you know that you've got a real friend somewhere, suddenly all the others are so much easier to bear. Quote by Jackson Brown. Jesus is that friend that sticks closer than a brother or sister. He is faithful and true. Jesus cares, and God loves you so much that he sent his one and only begotten son, unique son, into the world, so that we might live through him, and this is the love of God that was made manifest, displayed, where we are concerned. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins. 1 John 4, verse 10. If God loves us so very much, we ought to love one another. And if we love one another... God abides, lives and remains in us, and His love, that love which is essentially His, is brought to completion, to its full maturity, runs its full course, is perfected in us. By this we come to know, perceive, recognize, and understand that we abide, live and remain in Him, and He in us, because He has given, imparted to us His Holy Spirit, 1 John 4, verse 13. Are you abiding in Christ? Can you reassure, quiet, conciliate, and pacify your heart in His presence that you are of the truth? Do you have the proof that He really lives and makes His home in us by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us? Christ Jesus in you is the hope of glory. He who has the Son has life eternal. All who obey his orders and follow his plan, live and continue to live, to stay and abide in him and he in them. There is a lot of talk going on in Christian circles today about how we are not to judge one another. But Paul tells us that we as believers are going to judge the angels of God, and John the Beloved implores us not to put our faith in every spirit, but prove test the spirits to discover whether they proceed from God and by this we will perceive and recognize the Spirit of God. Do you have God as your source? The Bible says that we must acknowledge and confess to the fact that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, actually has become man, has come in the flesh, and is of God. If you are born again, born of the Spirit of God, born from above, washed and cleansed in the precious blood of Jesus, then in, through, and to him we are of God. He who lives, moves, and has his being in you is greater, mightier than he who is in the world. We are in this world, but not of it, and Jesus has given us his peace, his joy, and above all, his love to overcome this present world. Let's love one another, for love springs from God and it shows the world that we are begotten, born of God. In this love, we come progressively to get a better and clearer knowledge of Him. In this union and communion with Him, love is brought into completion and attains perfection with us, that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, with assurance and boldness to face Him, because as He is, so are we in this world. 1 John 4, verse 17 Get acquainted with God as your Heavenly Father, come to know Him through a personal relationship with the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, for the Son has come to dwell in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and we are called to love in Jesus' name. What drives your life? Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own, yet. But one thing I do, it is my one aspiration, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God and Christ Jesus is calling us upward. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Have you arrived, attained the ideal Already been made perfect? Only in Jesus can we find the way. In Him, we are seated in heavenly places, attain spiritual and moral resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, life eternal, life everlasting, that lifts us out from among the dead, even while in the body, and are made perfect in the Father's eyes. All who do not put their faith, hope, and trust in Him are spiritually dead. Jesus says to us today, Let the dead bury the dead. Come, follow me. What is your determined purpose in life, in God? That you may know him. The word of God tells us that to know God and his son, Jesus is to know and have eternal life. When you first accept Jesus Christ into your heart and life as your personal Lord and Savior, then you have only just begun to live. We are to progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving, recognizing, and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Do you know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers? And do you share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death? This is the hope of glory. Christ in you. He who has the Son has life. If you do not have the Spirit of God living and moving in you, then you do not have life. God, our Heavenly Father, sent His one and only begotten Son, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, into this world to save sinners and find the lost sheep. All we, like sheep, have gone astray and wandered around as without a shepherd. But thanks be to God... He has opened our ears to hear the voice of the Spirit, and as we obey and follow Him, He leads us to greener pastures and beside the still waters. Are you actually found and known as in Him? We have no self achieved righteousness to call our own, based on the obedience of the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness, and supposed right standing with God by following man made rules and regulations. Through faith in Christ, the Anointed One, we possess the genuine righteousness, the truly right standing with God, which comes from God by saving faith in Jesus, the Messiah. Have we captured God, or has he captured our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus? All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. Forget the lies of the past. Jesus warned us, remember Lot's wife. Don't look back because whoever puts their hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Our one aspiration, this is not a cakewalk, but requires discipline, determination, and perspiration, should be to press onward and upward, straining forward toward the goal. To sin is to miss the mark, to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. If God calls you, will you answer? Hello? Is there anybody out there? We have a high calling in Christ Jesus. Drop everything. Count it all loss. Consider it all to be mere rubbish, garbage, refuge, dregs, in order that you may win, gain Christ, the Anointed One. Oh, the overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Him as Lord and Savior. Oh, that we might truly come to know him and the power of his resurrection, working in and through our life in Christ Jesus. What would we be straining forward to and pressing on towards? Jesus commanded us to go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news of God. Our goal should be to reach as many people in all nations with the love of God bringing the message of salvation, forgiveness of sins, and the promise of eternal, everlasting life in Jesus' name. What drives your life? Philippians chapter 3, verse 15. So let those of us who are spiritually mature and full-grown have this mind and hold these convictions. And if any respect you have a different attitude of mind, God will make that clear to you also. Philippians chapter 3 verse 15. Do you consider yourself to be spiritually mature, full-grown? The word of God tells us that as believers, we have the mind of Christ. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. We are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind by reading and feeding on the scriptures daily. It is our milk and meat. Jesus spoke to the disciples I have meat to eat that you know nothing of. He tells us, my word is spirit and life. Want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Devour the word. The spoken word of God became the written word, and when we take it into our being, whether by reading, listening, or watching, it is quickened by the Spirit and becomes the living word, Christ in us. It is the Spirit of God that leads and guides us into all truth and understanding. He reveals and makes everything clear to us. Our spiritual eyes are open to see the things of God. Our ears can hear. Hear, O Israel. Our tongue is loose to speak forth God's word, and we have the peace of heart and mind in knowing Him and the power of His resurrection. We are alive in Christ. Our nostrils breathe in the breath of life, the essence of Christ. We can taste and see that the Lord is good. Love flows out to others from our heart. We can touch Him and walk in the Spirit. Don't you just want to run, mount up with wings of eagles and fly? You have to learn to crawl before you can take that first step. So let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk and order our lives in Christ Jesus by that. Follow his example, observe him, and live after the pattern he has set before us. Moses built the tabernacle in the desert according to the pattern, plan, or blueprint that God had set before him up on the mountain. It was the exact replica of the one in heaven where Jesus ministers as the high priest of our souls today. Our bodies are the temple of God's Holy Spirit, his word, the Bible, is our owner's manual. And Jesus' life is our pattern and example to follow after. In Him, we are seated in the heavenlies. We are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. We should be looking forward to the new Jerusalem and earnestly, patiently awaiting the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Savior of the world, who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation to conform to and be like the body of His glory and majesty. Everything we have and ours should be subject to Him, and as we humble ourselves in His sight, He will lift us up. We should all be standing firm together in the Lord Jesus in one accord, in agreement with His holy and precious Word, working in harmony with one another, one heart, one soul, and one mind. Although we are many parts, We make up one body, the body of Christ here on earth, and we are called of our Heavenly Father to be one in His Spirit and one in the Lord Jesus. Practice what you have learned, received, heard, and seen in Him, and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being, will be with you always, even to the end of the ages. Revive your interest in the welfare of others, Think of the things of God and take every opportunity to show the love of God. Jesus says, Do this in remembrance of me. He was speaking of communion and fellowship with him. But whatever you do to the least of these, his brethren, you do it unto him. Are you content, satisfied in the state you are in, the point you are in at Christ Jesus? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And if you want to make him happy, Walk humbly with Him, know and enjoy Him, and you will receive the abundant life in Jesus. In our weakness, He shows forth His strength. He empowers and enables us. Are you ready for anything? He infuses inner strength to us by the power of His Holy Spirit working in and through us and makes us self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. God has given us everything we need to live our life in Christ unto Him. We are amply supplied with the gifts and talents that he has bestowed upon us. They are the fragrant odor of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. Philippians chapter 4 verse 18b. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Think his thoughts, reason with his wisdom and understanding know the mind of God and hold us convictions according to his word, will, and way. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it. God will build you up in his word, by his spirit, unto the mature man, fully grown in Christ Jesus. Repentance means to change your heart and mind, to turn around and go the other way, to think differently, change your attitude. As Paul the Apostle writes to the Church of the Philippians, he exhorts them with God's word, but leaves them to the working of his Holy Spirit. If in any respect they should have a different attitude of mind than that of the mind of Christ which was to be in them, Paul was convinced that God would make all things clear to them. It is the Holy Spirit's job, his function here on earth to convict and convince believers and non-believers alike of sin and unrighteousness. We are called upon as children of the Most High God to speak the truth in love. Plant the seed, the word of God. Pray and ask that the Holy Spirit bring the increase and harvest of souls. Let us go forward with the mind of Christ, spiritually mature, full grown in Him, holding on to His convictions, with the zeal of the Lord consuming us, setting our face like a flint, looking unto Him as the author and finisher of our faith, And like the good shepherd, go out to seek and save all the lost sheep in Jesus' name. What drives your life? Romans chapter 14, verses 10 and 12. Who do you criticize and pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you look down upon or despise your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. And so each of us shall give an account of himself, give an answer in reference to judgment, to God. Romans chapter 14, verses 10 and 12. Do you find yourself to have a critical spirit, being judgmental, belittling or despising your brothers or sisters in the Lord Jesus? Judge not, lest ye be judged. Do not unto others as you would have them do unto you because each and every one of us will stand before God one day and have to answer to him for our actions and inactions. God is not going to ask us what we did in order for him to allow us to enter into heaven, but the one and only question will be, what have you done with my son, Jesus? We belong to the Lord Jesus Christ because he died upon the cross of Calvary to redeem us, purchase us back into a right relationship with our Heavenly Father. So whether we live or die, We belong to him, and it was for this very purpose that Jesus came into the world, to save sinners. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, his goodness, mercy, and grace. Whatever we do should be done unto him, in honor of the Lord Jesus and to his praise, because of what he has done for us. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear allegiance. Romans fourteen eleven, Hebrews six thirteen, Philippians two ten and eleven, Isaiah chapter forty five verse twenty three. God's word, Jesus is the living word of God, shall go forth and accomplish His will and way. My word shall not return to me void, saith the Lord. Our heavenly Father calls to all the ends of the earth. Look to me and be saved. I am God and there is no other. Only in Jesus can we say, I have righteousness, salvation and victory, and strength to achieve. We are justified, enjoy a right relationship with Him, receive eternal everlasting life, the abundant life, and glory as children of the Most High God, His offspring in Jesus' holy and precious name. Only in God does our soul find rest, peace, peace, Shalom, fullness, wholeness, and blessings. God's heart, his desire, is that all of mankind on the face of this earth would come to know him from the east and the rising of the sun and from the west and its going down. He is the Lord, and there is no one else. Christ in you is the hope of glory, and he wants others to say, Surely God is in you, and there is no other, no God besides him. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 25. Our Father wants us to come together as one in Jesus by the power of His Holy Spirit moving in and through us and take the good news, the gospel, to all nations and peoples. As God the Father sent Jesus the Son, Jesus has sent us to fulfill and accomplish His works here on earth, not by our own might or power, but by His Holy Spirit. God is faithful, and Jesus never fails. He has borne us from our birth, carried us from the womb. Even to our old age, He is the great I Am. Jesus promised never to leave or forsake us, and that He would be with us always and forever, even until the end of the ages. His Spirit is what burns deep down within us, empowers and enables us to be driven into all truth and understanding. Zeal for his house should consume us and cause us to bring his salvation and glory to the uttermost parts of the world. Come unto him, all who are weary and heavy laden, and he will give you rest in Jesus. Sit at his feet in abject humiliation, learn from him, for he is meek and lowly, and allow him to lift you up high above the worries of this world, so that your heart will not be troubled. For Jesus has overcome the world, and we are overcomers in his holy and precious name. We must go forth with a voice of singing to declare, even to the end of the earth, the Lord has redeemed us. He may lead you through the deserts, but you shall not thirst, because he will cause streams of living water to flow, gush out of the rock. God has called you from the womb. He has made your mouth like a sharp two-edged sword." so that you can speak forth the things of God to all in Jesus' name. Amen. Next time we'll be talking about what drives your life out of John chapter 14, verse 6.